0: Log Talk Radio. This is an Awakening Zone presentation Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the Twenty First Century and Beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello, and welcome to Pure Presence, all about the kids. This show is dedicated to the children who are perceived as disordered, yet are in many ways far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet also yet also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are and the energetic supported, support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 15 to 20 minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you receive as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at www.SusieMiller.com forward slash registerkids. Again, that's www.SusieMiller.com forward slash registerkids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child, and your child will remain on that list until you choose to remove them. We currently have over 300 children registered for, this, um, for these episodes. You are, more, you are also more than welcome to listen to the information presented, but not have your child receive the energy work. You know what feels best for you and your child, so please exercise your awareness. Either way, thank you for joining this episode of Pure Presence All About the Kids. And for those of you who have questions about your children, you're more than welcome to join me in the Awakening Zone chat room right after this episode. So today, I, if I could call this show something, if I could give it a name, I would call it Bridging the Gap. And I would call it Bridging the Gap because this has been a obviously um, kind of the foundation of the work that I've been doing with the kids um, since 1999. But there are also some deeper implications to Bridging the Gap, um, both for each one of us and for the children. So last night I had the lovely opportunity of, going and spending some time with um, Rome. He's the little boy who is, um, the beautiful little boy, who's pictured on the front of my book, Awesomeism. And his family has these lovely gatherings every now and again. And we go and we have a lovely dinner. And then Gary, Rome's father, asks a pretty pertinent question. And everybody who's at the dinner party um, responds to this question. Every time I've ever um, participated in this event, um, I have come away changed, and typically whatever I state at that table also comes to pass within a very short period of time. So last night as we were sitting there having getting ready for the the question part of the evening, the question was, how would you like to be recognized? How would you like to be seen? Um, What would you like to be recognized for? And the minute the question was asked, everything in my physical body started to um, respond. And because what has been happening over the last, probably I would say since January, and it may be happening for many of you as well, this focus into the physical body, this focus of our own integration into self, also this focus of, you know, how do we actually support this these children in bridging the gap, um, that energy has been there all along, and I'm sure for many of you, especially those of you who are parents of energetically sensitive children or children diagnosed with autism, you've lived this life since almost the very beginning, but very recently, that energy has begun to get really strong, and it's begun to get very strong for a variety of reasons, which I want to explain in just a moment. But as we were having that conversation, when it came to me, um, the recognition part or, or recognized is was about bridging the gap. And so the statement was, you know, I'd like to be recognized for having bridged my own gap, and also supporting the bridging of the gap for other people as well, and also acknowledging that I had no idea what that really meant. So I had no idea what that really meant when I said it, except I understood that it was a profound statement to make, um, at least for me. And when I went to sleep last night, I um, couldn't sleep. So what was going around in my mind was, what does that actually mean? What is, you know, what is this bridging the gap really about? And when I looked at it, there was such a multidimensional component to bridging the gap that I wanted to have that conversation with you today. And I also want to spend the last segment of this episode, when we do the energy work, really focused on supporting the bridging of this gap both for you and for your children in as many different facets as we possibly can. So as I have this conversation with you, some of these gaps are going to stick out. Um, You're going to be able to feel them in your body, just like when Gary asked me this question last night. And some of you are going to feel that. What I'd really like you to do is simply notice where you feel those gaps, and let's kind of move through this very fluidly. I think you're going to enjoy the aha moments just like I did. I also think you are going to enjoy the fact that the energy work is going to be completely geared around um, bridging the gaps. So peer presence is all about the kids. In some ways, that's all it's about. It, it's all about bridging the gap but let's look at some specifics here today. So, you know, we've got um we've got an amazing population of children here who um you know, from the moment we see them and we see their difference or what other people perceive as their disorder, we are um you know, as parents, professionals, as people who are very curious and people who simply just love these children there is a very natural desire to bridge the gap. So we're, in one way, we're bridging the gap or we're attempting to bridge the gap between where the child seems to live and where we live, where there's also seems to be a gap, so there's that gap. There's also the gap between what the professionals in your experience have told you about your children and what you believe to be true about your children there's also a gap between you know between you and your the other loved ones in your house there's a natural gap there because a lot of attention has gone um, maybe into a particular child in your environment so and then there's another gap there's a gap between um between the doctors and what they tell you is possible and what is the potential and what you kind of really can understand about your own children and about the children that you serve from a more intuitive perspective. So there's also a very natural gap between your own mental process and your emotional body. Each one of you knows that Um, whether you you serve these children in one capacity or another or whether you're the parent of one of these children, there's a very natural gap between the mental and the emotional body. The mental body says, I want it to be a certain way, or the mental body says, I know it can be this way, and the emotional body says, but it feels like this and this is difficult and this is challenging or wow this is this is an kind of almost uh an expanded experience or an elated experience and that doesn't make mental sense so there's a natural gap there as well um there's also you know there's also those gaps that are um just that very natural sense of separation that many of you, especially if you're listening to a show like this, that many of you um, have on top of other kinds of gaps. And there's that gap because you perceive the world and you perceive your, these children's potential and possibilities in a very different way than the general human consciousness perceives them. And so there's a very natural gap there as well. And one of the things that's interesting about these gaps is very often we will pay attention to those gaps. We do one of two things. We either pay a lot of attention to those gaps because we're looking at these children through more of a mental and emotional, um, you know, what they can and can't do on a mental and emotional level or what they are experiencing in the physical so we either we either really dive into these gaps or we say I'm not going to pay attention to those gaps. I'm going to um I'm going to not pay attention to the fact that um that there's a gap in communication or I'm not going to pay attention to the fact that there's a gap or that let's use the word separation that that I feel separated from a lot of other people. I feel separated from typical families maybe. I feel separated from the doctors that may um, supposedly should be able to help a little bit, those kinds of things. So so what I'm doing here is I'm particularly, um, I'm not just talking about these gaps for the sake of making you remember all the places that there are gaps, but I'm kind of poking into the emotional and the mental body I'm kind of poking into those places where there might be some some energy that is unresolved and there are plenty of those places in all of us just in a, you know just by being human there's a lot of those places you all have that compounded because you all are experiencing life with children who are dimensionally very different, require very different kinds of experiences um, within this um, kind of human condition, and there is no way that there cannot be gaps that exist within that kind of scenario. So, So all kinds of gaps and... Let's look at, again, let's kind of review who these children really are from the broadest perspective. So from the broadest perspective, these children understand their oneness. They understand the interconnectedness of all that we are. And in that understanding of that interconnectedness, maybe not a conscious understanding, but just that simple awareness, that that truth of being, they also, you know, in that energetic sensitivity, they truly do not only understand that oneness, but they also, you've heard me say before, they also act out that oneness to the point where when we feel something, when we are um experiencing something internally, very frequently they mirror or they act out that experience externally. But one of the things that dawned on me last night as I was talking about bridging my own gaps and also supporting the bridging of gaps for, you know, others that might um, be able to be supported through this process, what really dawned on me is we have a group of very energetically sensitive individuals who understand their oneness and who are truly attempting to bridge an enormous gap themselves, and they are constantly looking to to us to um, model the bridging of that gap. So as we begin to bridge our own gaps, and sometimes that's as simple as that person in your household that you just haven't been able to have that very truthful, honest conversation with because they hold a particularly different point of view than you do, that that right there is a bridging of a gap. That's a very, um, in some ways, difficult and in some ways simple bridging of a gap. There's also the bridging of the gap between you and the professional's um, or the educators that work in your child's experience, so it became very obvious to me as I was processing this last night, that it's not so much the um, the circumstances that we that our children are placed in and that they find themselves in, and it's not so much that all of these you know all of these systems that um attempt to support an individual who is really brand new to the human condition and and brand new to all kinds of experiences you know everybody truly is doing the best that they can and yet there are all kinds of limitations there are all kinds of gaps all over the place so as we even as you're hearing me talk and certain gaps are just very naturally rising to the surface just let them rise to the surface because we're going to we're going to do some energy work um, at the end of this segment to really start to um, dismantle those gaps, really pull closer together. Because if it is true that these children are energetically sensitive, they are watching us energetically. They are attempting to bridge a gap. How do they learn how to bridge that gap? Unless we attempt to bridge those gaps ourselves. The other piece of bridging the gap or getting stuck in the gap sometimes is that very often, you know, what we have forgotten is that we weren't necessarily here to get focused on the gap, but we truly came here. Your children came here to bridge the gap. You came here as a, as a support system to bridging that gap. And what, what really happens when we construct a bridge? When we construct a bridge, we can't just stay in the gap. When we construct a bridge, the foundations that we construct to, in order to create that bridge they have to go a little bit further to the left and a little bit further to the right. That foundation, those initial blocks, have to be rooted, literally rooted, in both of those areas. So on a very practical level, those blocks to building that bridge have to be really, really rooted in the physical and have to be really, really rooted in the dimensional and as, those, as we understand those two places, it doesn't mean that we've got it all figured out and we know how to get that all lined up in this moment. But when we, have, when we allow our focus to be in both, um, when we allow our focus to be how can we support our children at a physical level, how can we support them body, how can we support them mind, How can we support them spirit? And when we allow all three of those components to be a focal point, we find that bridge beginning to create itself almost. The other thing that is true is if we are the bridge builders that we know ourselves to be um, on behalf of, you know, supporting these children and on behalf of demonstrating Just what that is like um, for the kids. If we take something as simple as a relationship, you know, that ability to go really deep into what you know to be true, but go equally deep into somebody else's perceptual reality as far as it being a consideration. So the fact is, is that there are very few people, including myself out there, who really understand the full scope of who these children are, what they're bringing, very definitely people within medical settings, educational settings, who are very much vested, not because um, they're quote-unquote wrong, but very vested in more of a left-brained, physical, mental approach to these children, those individuals are have these enormous hearts and have these enormous desires in many cases to serve the children in the way that they know to serve them, and their perceptual reality is somewhat limited because they haven't had the vastness of experience that um, is also indicative of who these children are so doesn't make anybody wrong doesn't make anybody bad it just creates a a little bit of a gap so even as we're working with professionals even as we're working with you know doctors and therapists and and other parents who you know don't necessarily see your perceptual vantage point either the opportunity to really put ourselves in both places And understand that part of our role here is to build those bridges. And the way bridges get built is very much by a more expansive reality. The expanse has to go beyond the gap. And so as we feel comfortable um, simply expanding that perception, as we also feel comfortable saying, you know what, I really understand where you're coming from, and there might be a little bit more to this than meets the eye. Even those kinds of little seeds really um, create all kinds of shifts and changes. And again, if our children are constantly looking at how do we bridge a gap, if they're constantly asking that question, then what are the ways in which we actually bridge a gap? And as we do that ourselves, I will guarantee that these children will notice the energetic shift. They will notice your ability to maybe go into a place that in some ways has been become all too familiar, that place of vulnerability. But to go into that place of vulnerability in every way in which you bridge gaps to such an extent or in a manner that um, is certain that that vulnerability will create a bridge. And every single time we allow that, um, I know that in my experience last night, um, I was in a flood of tears even state making that statement. And at the same time, the vulnerability was the very strength that kind of bridged that gap. So, really, being able to understand um, these two these two sides, and allowing yourselves maybe for the first time in a really long time to take a nice inhale and exhale. And understand that that sense of separation that is is in some ways a natural byproduct of, you know, having children who are truly multidimensional in every sense of the word, and also having a physical experience to truly give yourselves the permission to take that nice inhale and exhale and to understand that That separation doesn't necessarily need to exist, but the only way that that separation will not exist is as we pick up our own levels of um, vulnerability and use that to bridge these gaps over and over again. So, nice deep breath, everybody. All right. So one of the the pieces that um really excites me in this work and really excites me about having 300 children over 300 children registered for this call is that every single you'll hear me say very frequently that these sessions are cumulative whether you listen to peer presence Um, aligning to self or whether you listen to pure presence all about the kids the energy work here is cumulative and it's cumulative for a very specific reason it's about building that bridge so every single time that somebody registers every single time that that you all in your own lives build a little bit of that bridge there is a there is an element that takes place within the collective consciousness that allows more possibilities and potentials than have ever existed before. Every single time that happens, every time there's a little bridge that's gap, I mean a little gap that's bridged, or every time that there is an enormous multi-dimensional gap that is bridged, that adds to the collective consciousness. And what we're seeing right now, um, and I think I, I spoke to you all about this on our very first episode, we're seeing a real shift in the consciousness. So part of what some of you have been going through for a really long period of time, that sense of separation or gap, all of a sudden that gap in some ways is very naturally narrowing. And it's narrowing because there are more and more people within the collective consciousness that are able to see that not only are these children um, having one experience body, one experience mind, one experience spirit but but we all are body, mind, and spirit, and we're really beginning to understand through the gifts of these children that there may be much more of a spiritual component or uh, a spirit component to all of us than we have noticed before. This is I'm seeing this showing up in the school settings. I'm seeing it show up in in um, different doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists and these the people that really were seeing this more left-brained perception. All of a sudden, this gap is very naturally being bridged. As it bridges, one of the other things that sometimes happens, and just take a look at this for yourselves, and this includes professionals as well as, as parents, when we get to that place where, you know, we can actually breathe a little bit and things are kind of going more in our favor than they were before, sometimes there's a residual energy of protection, Sometimes there's a residual energy of separation. And today as we play in this energy, we're going to play in it as much for you all as we are for the kids because it's truly one and the same. You'll hear me say that over and over again. But as we kind of give ourselves permission to take a brand new look, where are where are things right now? What is the energetic environment like? for children who are energetically sensitive right now doesn't mean that there's not a whole lot more to do but it also if we truly look at it we're going to notice that it is a heck of a lot better than I know for from my from my experience it's a heck of a lot easier and nicer to have these conversations in 2011 or, sorry, 2012, where are we, than it was in 1999. The vastness of difference in how consciousness has shifted around your children is a direct byproduct of all of the ways in which you, family members, educators, therapists, people who truly are curious and love these children – It's a natural byproduct of what you have been placing in the consciousness from the get-go. It's a byproduct of the questions that you've been asking and the truths that you've been finding out in your own homes and in your own classrooms. And as that is naturally there, now all of a sudden we do get to reevaluate where are things now, And as we reevaluate where things are now and as we also give ourselves the opportunity to take that deep breath to realize that things are better than they were 10 years ago and that opportunities and potentials are much greater, as you release some of those um, energies within that gap what you're going to notice is you're going to notice that there is almost a combustion of awareness. There is almost an explosion of, of possibilities and potentials, and it shows up in the most amazing ways simply because you all took that amazing inhale and exhale, let out all of those tension points, all of those separation points, and in that moment all of a sudden you begin to be having even more conversations, deeper deeper discussions with those around you, with those who um maybe you thought could not hear a new perceptual reality around your children and yet at the same time they're absolutely there and available and even that moment right there gives you pause to take another inhale and exhale and allow it to happen again and to allow it to happen again. This energy has created a momentum now. And when you're talking about bridging truly from from the physical experience throughout all kinds of what I consider multidimensional realms, Throughout, if you take the human that has been here over and over and over and over, and in some ways is so vested in the human condition that they only know that, and you take somebody like your children who are brand new to the human experience and are coming with all kinds of idiosyncrasies because of that, when you look at that, you can imagine that that's a pretty big gap in some ways, and yet at the same time, that gap is collapsing in on itself faster and faster um, with really, at this point, every passing week. It used to be years. It used to be months. But we're watching this shift um, just within weeks now. I also know this to be true because as I sat at that table last night, some of the conversations that I would have in the past that may have appeared um, (laughs) woo-woo out there to many people as far as the multidimensional aspects of the children, all of a sudden sitting at the same table, um, there's always been an, an ease and a grace as far as being able to have this dialogue around energy. But to truly be able to discuss with this population um the The telepathic abilities of these children, or their dimensional aspects, and how do we bridge that gap between those dimensional aspects and their physical life experience you know the um, you know the foods that are required maybe, or the um, medicines that are or are not required, the mental ideas that we um, possess around all of that was being heard and it was being heard to such an extent that I just had to smile because, as I said in January, the kids said that, you know, they've said for a long time, in 1999, there's going to, I mean, in 2012, there is going to be this opening of consciousness as to who we are and how we're doing what we're doing. And here it was in this setting, and you all are probably experiencing it in your settings as well. So today the energy work focus is really about giving yourselves permission to release those separations that might still exist or those little bits of resistance that you simply had to have in place because you were who you were, doing what you were doing, with a child who is... Um, bridging or attempting to bridge a very vast gap, giving yourselves permission to do that, really locking into all the potentials and possibilities that exist now and directing this energy towards you all because you all are the ones who have been bridging this gap from the very get-go. And you've been bridging it not just body and mind, But you all are the ones who have been bridging it body, mind, and spirit. And that's why it's taken its toll on you to one extent or another, because you're bridging a bigger gap than what most people are attempting to bridge. So giving yourselves, number one, credit for that, and also giving yourselves permission now to release those pieces that are no longer necessary, because quite frankly, a lot of humanity is beginning to catch up with you or at least beginning to get a glimpse of, you know, what you're talking about finally, those kinds of things. So let's play there um, in this next 20 minutes of energy work. As we play there, what I also would like you to do is simply invite your children to witness your process energetically invite them to just come be here witness the process and as they're here witnessing the process we will also if it shows up support them in bridging that gap as well but what i know to be true is whether we focus on the children or whether we focus on you it's one and the same and they are watching these patterns day in, day out. They are becoming aware of them. And as they do, they do just what they need to do with them. So all I get is this image of amazing big grins, lovely smiles, um, clapping, gratitude for who you have been as their parents, their caregivers, their teachers, their therapists, what you have attempted to do, the energy that you have had to expend in order to build a very big bridge and now giving you permission to kind of take a deep breath into it. So if you guys will find yourself someplace comfortable and just simply find your breath. Here we go. And as you close your eyes or relax just inviting your children energetically to witness even as i say that my little friend last night from last night rome comes right in and sits right to my right to watch the process Almost as if he says, did you get all the learning I gave you last night, (laughs) which is brilliant. So yes, I think I got some of it. So if you all will simply notice what came up for you during the conversation that we had. As you... Notice what came up for you about being that bridge. Were you able to give yourself credit for for really being somebody who constructs throughout body, mind, and spirit? (coughs) Excuse me. Is there a place within that continuum that's a little bit more challenging for you? some of you really do well in the spiritual realms and that part of the bridge is where you like to hang out and others of you do really well in the physical or in the mental and many of you try to, many of you have um, an energy of almost um push and pull if we put the emotional energy between the physical and the spiritual if we put emotional energy somewhere in the middle of that bridge you can see sometimes where that's where the most tension is right put mental and emotional right together and you can almost feel them pulling at each other so let's let's do a little integration in the Mm, Let's do a little clearing in the emotional body, a little clearing in the mental, a little integration between the two. And then let's begin to practice kind of sliding back and forth across this bridge, whatever that means for you. And let's get a little bit more comfortable on that place in the bridge that maybe hasn't been as comfortable before. Okay, and let's just have our children watch the whole thing. All right. So if you will put your attention first in the mental body, consider those things that came up as we talked. And with this tone, I'm just going to create a tone, much easier to clear dimensionally with sound than it is with words well, at least words that we understand. So everything that came up, putting your attention there. There you go. Go right into it, almost as if you could put your attention dead center in the the whole conglomeration of all those thoughts, good, bad, and otherwise. Okay, here we go. and just notice where you are now is the mind a little calmer has the heart stopped racing a little bit is the body a little more relaxed and if i ask the question just to pull up a little another layer of this what have you personally suffered in this process what have what have you personally experienced due to the separation that was felt in various experiences there we go have a whole new layer of stuff coming up Okay, so right now let's go into the, we've got a little bit still in the mental body, so let's address this based on what's coming up as thought first. Okay, attention right there. Everything that just came up, here we go. some of the mental thought, that some of the emotion that came up as I asked what you have suffered in this separation. What have you suffered in separation from your children, in separation from your beliefs versus other people's beliefs from your awareness to other people's awareness just all of those gaps. And just allowing now whatever wants to come up in the emotional body. There we go. Doing a massive clearing here. So Letting all of that go. It's almost like it's coming right up to be greeted because it knows it can be cleared. And right in the emotional body, let's move that out. Here we go. I'd like you to do is, um, again, giving yourself the image of maybe standing dead center on that bridge, maybe having your left foot standing in the mental process and the right foot standing in the emotional process, and having that energy kind of come up the legs And having the mental and the emotional merge, wow, you guys are doing some amazing work, merge in the root and really allow that mental and emotional body to get to know each other once again, to literally be on the same page. Many of you will register this experience as authenticity. You'll register this experience as an ability to feel safe, saying how you, what you really feel, versus what you think is appropriate to feel. Giving yourself permission. we There we go. So merging the mental and the emotional in the root. moving that energy right up into the sacral area. Again, merging that energy, watching how they flow in these different places. So metaphoric in some ways, literal in most ways the sacral energy, truly allowing the mental and the emotional to go together so that who you are and who you express yourself to be, the truth of who you are and who you express yourself to be, one and the same, how do you know yourselves? And oh wow! All right, and as we move right up into the solar plexus again, still those energies merging. Just look in your own way, feel, know, experience however you're experiencing it. The merging of the mental and the emotional body. Feeling the power of that. If you're noticing any resistance to that, just breathing into it. Thank you very much for showing me the resistance. I'll take a nice inhale and exhale. And that will be enough of a command to just let that go. There you go. Oh, we... I don't know about you, but from feet all the way up to the heart, my whole body just feels anchored, rooted, safe to be here. And as we move right up into the heart... really allowing the emotional and the mental body to blend there, which they typically do pretty nicely, a little bit more challenging sometimes in those lower chakras. And if you have a sense or a visual or a knowing an experience of your children being present for this, you're probably going to notice them about right now Is almost a slipping into oneself in the heart, an allowing, and at another inhale and exhale, a true love of self, a true gratitude. For self, and the fact that you all have in some ways been in charge of the body, mind, and spirit bridge. And allowing your children to really um, acknowledge you for that. They picked you for a reason. You were brilliant and strong, and you had all of the components, body, mind, and spirit, that could be matured into mastery, is what I hear them saying. Matured into mastery. And so as we move up into the the throat... Merging mental and emotional, and as we do this on a very real, in a very real way, this is where you may notice yourselves over the next month saying something that is so authentic and so, yeah, so authentic to who you really are in a situation that you almost look and say, who said that? The authenticity simply comes rushing to the forefront in your communication. Let's really anchor that one in. <laughs> So in my authenticity, that language that informs dimensionally versus cognitively, part of that authenticity, that may or may not be part of your authenticity, and that is irrelevant in many ways. But what is relevant is that in this next month that this energy just comes to the forefront it anchors Brilliant. and going whoa okay. wow. and going whoa right up into the third eye. That's where you really know yourself, see yourself merged, almost, I'd say, an easy merge. And as we get into the crown, nice inhale and exhale. Beautiful. Merging. Blending of emotional and mental body throughout all of the chakras within the physical body that act as portals throughout all the dimensional bodies. Okay. Scientific, actually. Energetic portals that access all that you are. And allowing that energy to come out the crown. And let's just, with our intention, create a central column of light or a tube, to be untechnical, from the source star or the source that you are, the essence that you are and let's have that reside about 8 to 10 inches above your head and allow that central column of light to come down through the center of the body in about a 4 to 6 inch diameter. Allow it to hold, provide a container for this blended energy, the blended mental and emotional body, and let that energy or that tube, that central column of light, run all the way down to between six to eight inches below your root chakra, maybe about at the level of the knees somewhere, and just notice the notice that that container provides just that. It provides a, a little holding pattern, a little mm, support system to allow this mental and emotional body to truly merge and have that be your focus. And you'll also notice that it's pretty easy to have that happen in those higher chakras and a little bit more challenging, sometimes in the lower. But no worries, just noticing what you notice. And if you will simply begin to send the essence that you are from that source, from your essence, right down through that central column of light, truly informing, solidifying, making certain the connection between the mental and the emotional body, the oneness of it, and allow that energy to come out through the lower portion of that central column of light and circle up and around you 360 degrees and enter back in the top. You're creating a environment to walk around in. You're creating a new structure, an energetic structure for yourself that is about balancing the emotional body both emotional and mental body, about the release that takes place when those old emotions have been let go of, and the mental process has a very clear understanding of just what you're here to do in bridging this gap. this environment this emotional and or this uh, energetic environment that you're creating for yourself also provides a reference point for your children it's like this is what it looks like to have a blended coherent emotional and mental body If you'll now take that same energy within that central column of light and go from that more earth frequency all the way up, allow that energy from the earth to come all the way up through that central column of light and cascade down and around you and come back up through 360 degrees around you and back up through the bottom This is a major bridge, that bridge between your source self, the essence of who you are, the essence of who your children are, and your physical experience, allowing that physical experience to go all the way into the earth if that feels more comfortable, expanding that central column of light all the way into the earth, that feels a little bit more grounding for you, but this is this right here is the creation of an enormous bridge. This is the, the bridging of body, mind, and spirit. This is also a, mm, kind of like a blueprint that your children very much notice a walking-around energy that you take with you to that meeting with the doctor, that you take with you to that that meeting after you've gotten the phone call from somebody at school saying your child needs to be picked up, or from the phone call from your own adult child who is, Maybe experiencing some challenges in their physical experience. This is your walking around coherent frequency. There you go. Everybody feeling a little bit more solid now. This is where the this is where the central nervous system really begins to calm down. It has its invi- it has its own environment. Not a separate environment necessarily, but an environment that is specific for you that you take with you everywhere you go. That you mm, offer as an opportunity and a potential to all those environments that you find yourself in that may not be quite as coherent body, mind, and spirit. So knowing that you are that and simply using this place, this space, and if I asked you one last question about where on this bridge is a little bit less comfortable to go. Is it a little less comfortable to go into the body? Or is it a little bit less comfortable to go towards those concepts of spirit or multidimensionality or whatever those concepts are? Again, just all a full spectrum of experiences And wherever it is a little bit more challenging for you to go on a typical daily basis, just almost as if you could slide yourself to that end of the bridge in this central column of light. Sliding yourself to that place and just giving yourself permission for just a few breaths to find yourself right there. Just informing that space that you're safe in it because you are one of these bridge builders. And there needs to be a lovely coherence Maybe not needs to be. It's supportive to have a lovely coherence, body, mind, and spirit, so that the integrity of that bridge that you're building is very easy to cross. Placing yourself there. And now maybe just coming back to a place that maybe not your general comfort zone, but maybe just a little bit to the left or right of that comfort zone. It's a new comfort zone. New comfort zone for yourself. and for your child or your children, or the ones that you serve. There we go. All right. So if everybody will find their breath again, if you have had your eyes closed, leave them closed for just another minute, and just begin to be aware of your physical body, There you go. And start moving that physical body around just a little bit. might roll your neck or shrug your shoulders. Move your arms and legs. There you go. And just with three nice cyclical breaths, on that third exhale, breathing your eyes open. All right, there you are. And just noticing what you notice about your presence and connection to self now. Also noticing as you move through your day how this same energy is reflected in the behavior and the interaction, not just with your children who are you consider energetically sensitive, but in all those ways in which, in all those experiences in which that gap in the past has maybe been a little bit broader than you would have liked. So just noticing what shows up in your physical experience over the next few weeks as well. All right. Thank you, everybody, for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are, and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for the Awesomeism certification process. Also, not listed there yet, but something that you will see in the newsletter that will come out next month, um, myself and some of the Awesomeism certified practitioners will be in San Diego uh, April 20th for an evening panel discussion, um, give you the opportunity for those of you in that area to to um express some of your own experiences, answer any questions that you might have for people who are kind of living this day in, day out, body, mind, and spirit. So you'll hear more about that through the newsletter as well. To register again, to register your children for this energy work, please just go to susymiller.com forward slash register kids. Registration is a one time um, Experience, so after that, you're good to go. If you have um, any following questions or anything, I will be in the Awakening Zone chat room for about 30 minutes after the show. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone, on Saturday at 11 11 a.m., Romanian Awakenings with Sylvia Marin, and on Sunday at 1 p.m., the Sunday Healing Service with Kahoo Fred Sterling. On Monday at 1 p.m., you can also enjoy the D Spot with Dream Doctor Kelly Sullivan Walden, and at 3.30 Central Standard Time, a special presentation of solutions for a small planet with Pepper Lewis. Again, those those are all Central Standard Time. Also, let me remind you that the Awakening Zone is a great place to advertise your work, your product, your workshop, or whatever you would like to promote. The Awakening Zone reaches the perfect demographics for your personal growth and development, metaphysical, spiritual, and self-empowerment products. We have some interesting new promotional packages to offer, so contact Joe Rombolo at joe at awakeningzone.com to put yourself in the zone. That's joe at awakeningzone.com. And don't forget about the new Awakening Zone store Just go to the top of the Awakening Zone page and click on Store to check out some of our great stuff. Awakening Zone hats and decals, transcripts of selected shows are coming soon. And Awakening Zone ringtones is what it looks like. So thank you very much, everybody, for being here. And I look forward to seeing you again in a month um, on Pure Presence, all about the kids. Thanks for being here. Have been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. 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 century and beyond.